Tuesday. You better get hype draft to rehype. Bruce is laying it down. man from the northeast side of town it's time for verbal tap where fighting is way easier from outside the cage where your legs are safe no one's gonna check your kick and uh you know turn your leg into a candy cane but anderson's doing great either neither here nor there i'm to your the host kevin with me of course raf as far as a raf how are you doing this afternoon Yes, I'm doing okay. It's it's we're segueing to afternoon. It's still kind of morning-ish. Oh yeah. Well, way to shit on the point, Rafa. Is, is that what you, you just wanted to comment about the time? You were like, I also just wanted to make you. Sound this is what Kevin needs. Kevin uh, doesn't know the difference between morning and afternoon. <laughs> Two fifty p.m. on the East Coast. I'm having a great week. How are you doing? Okay, I'm not I'm not going to do any jokes here. This is actual sadness. There have been things that have happened being uh, to Kevin that I genuinely feel bad for and will try my best not to make fun of. I'll so just give you, people a recap yeah. of my week. Monday, yeah. having some really great jiu-jitsu rolls. It's like, oh, feeling loose, limber. This is good. Pop my back while doing something with Dean, which is such an older man thing to have happened. Just in my muscle, just something in my back that kills. <laughs> so, flash forward to the breather of Wednesday afternoon. My girlfriend gets a call that says our apartment had a pipe burst and ours might have been affected. Now, I don't know at what point they upgraded it from might to did, because the, the point in which they said there might, there were gallons of water pouring out the bottom of our apartment complex. Completely flooded. Shot like a shotgun. The fire suppression system, ironically, the fire suppression system, ruined my bed. Um, a nice Ikea frame with a Simmons mattress that I'm going to miss dearly, Raph. That's really... That was really if, the hardest thing to lose. If there's been a tragedy, it was saying goodbye to my bed. That was, yeah. Mo- luckily, it was just things, but I did have to move in 24 hours, so I had to move into a new apartment up the steps in a course of 24 hours. Moving sucks, and just what you need is a surprise move directly in the middle of your week. That really kicks it in the junk. I'm gonna, but, I'm gonna stop you here for a second. Yeah. Uh, obviously terrible. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. But... Um, stay with me for a second. Okay. Brilliant game show idea? Ruin someone's house and then they have 24 hours to move out of their house. Also, <laughs> some of their items might be permanently damaged, but... I don't go. know if that's a cool game show. It's certainly a good relationship tester. It'd be a great relationship date. It's like, hey, you're two people. We've ruined your fucking apartment. Move. And if you Wait can make it to the end, you're you're gonna I think stick. I have the name for it, and it's a double play on. It's gonna be called Home Wreckers. <laughs> genius, Raf. Yeah. That's genius. Three separate couples, thirty minute show. <laughs> we just get to make commentary occasionally. <laughs> this is perfect. Ooh, she's going with the not talking about what she really wants to talk about method. This is gonna help. <laughs> 
Oh, you see that? That is what happens when two people don't want to have sex with each other. That right there. <laughs> and if and only like, they had a Dave bed showed... where they could have sex, so I guess it really doesn't matter. Do you hear that? That's the sound of NBC writing us a check right now just yes. to take six weeks to develop this show. So okay. Friday I stumble back into work and I get called into a meeting where my company – Raph, no shit. No one knew this was happening. Uh, essentially laid off like a significant chunk of my team. So it was, it was terrible. It was like a surprise. Like they were realigning and some position that were created because of a big project had finished up and we kind of knew it was coming. But either way, uh, they did it via like a mass group setting, which was very bizarre. So... Your name was either in black or in blue, and if you were in oh. black, you were safe, and if you were in blue, you weren't. I was secretly hoping that they were like, raise your hands if you want to be fired? <laughs> no? Damn it. Okay, go with the other plan. Uh, okay, well, we're going to have to go with the next slide then, which will tell you. But, the, you know, can I just say if more people had volunteered, this would have been so much easier? It would have uh, made yeah. it a little less uh, nerve-wracking, I'm sure, to be like, okay... Everybody, look on there. You're color coordinated to find out if you have been fired or not. And the person like raises their hand and goes, "I'm colorblind." Ooh, <laughs> oh, you're not gonna like the way how this one ends, Paul. Um, okay, what do you think it is? <laughs> and I'll tell you if it's right. <laughs> there were like people sobbing openly in this room. Not people, like just it was a shock. Yeah. They did it in a thing. So weird. Just bizarre. So that was my week. So um, 2014. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have internet. So this episode is unofficially sponsored by Shivali Gowder. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Chevy, for loaning me your wireless Wi-Fi. This thing's fucking cool. It's a roving, hot, roaming hotspot. It's amazing. It's a roving <laughs> roving so we got a great show tonight that's much more uplifting than my week of dark depression this is true and and my job here on this podcast unusual to most podcasts is is to bring kevin back that is the mission of this podcast (laughs) Woo! you know when you do stuff like that i don't feel the need to bring you it's the whistle of justice Put your rain whistle away. Feel the wind of success lifting my sails. Matt Kirtley is on the show this morning, noon. And we will obviously get to all that. But, Raph, you have lined up um, compliments, good sir. Thank you. We have a tech exclusive for the BJJ world. Yes. With our first guest, Amici Akpom. So hats off to uh, Raph and Amici for getting this set up. We're going to – let's go talk Kevin, to him right now. Kevin, just stop talking because okay. what he's about to talk about is amazing. Let's get to the interview. Mind-blowing. Verbal Tap fans, uh, Raph and I, this combines, this is a good interview, this combines our favorite, the ultra nerdiest in jiu-jitsu, 
And we got a chance to, we have Amichi Akpom on the line. Amichi, you've been training jiu-jitsu for a little bit of forever. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. This is a big fan of you guys. And yeah, I, I can't wait to be the biggest nerd you've ever had on, yeah. <laughs> on, B- on the podcast. BJJJournal.com. Be careful on biggest nerd. Um, I was about to say, I don't even think you're the biggest nerd on this podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> on this episode, you're probably cooler than myself or Raph, certainly, but let alone our other guests. So BJJTrainingJournal.com. This is fantastic. I really like this. And you're, Amici's actually putting his money where his mouth is. He's going to take Raph and I on a little display of the app. Um, that'll be available on on your iPhone in the iTunes Store. What was the date? February eighth. So right now the website is up and you know fully functional, the beta um, version of the site. But the app is coming out February eighth. That's Saturday, and it's um yeah, download an app store. Now, why are you launching on a Saturday? Because I have a friend that works for an app development company, and I said, dude, when do apps come out? The first day he said was Saturday. Really? So I said, all right, let's let's do it. And plus, I want to have a launch party at the same time. And sweet. So yeah. it worked. It worked out well. <laughs> uh, well, so there you go. It's open mat day. It's easy. You know, it's, so nice. it's really funny, Kevin. I haven't been invited to said launch party just yet, but oh, okay. Well, I see how it is. Snap. Yeah, you gotta you get on the list. Um, what do you want? Bottle service. Um, how many girls? I... Your, how many girls are in your party? Ooh, this Negative. Is, this two. is going nowhere fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, 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 I, you will be invited for sure once uh, we lock down the venue for sure. Sweet. I love the idea that he's going to be like February 7th. Raph, yeah, we still haven't found a venue. Yikes. Yeah, Ooh. I don't know what to tell you. And then we'll just see these extravagant photos. It was just like downtown <laughs> Staples <laughs> skylight. Now, Amici, do me a favor. Uh, before we really get into like seeing what the preview is, because we're going to get to see it before anybody else, right? Yes. Sweet. You, you uh, kind of the first ones. This is are you amazing. serious? Yeah, yeah. This is this the premiere. Kevin. Do we have do we have some of those like horns that they play in like rap music where it's like season yeah. premiere? Bah, bah, bah. I'll add them in post. I'll add them Thank right you. where you just did that. I'll add them. Thank you. Uh, no that'll save me some embarrassment. Uh, <laughs> do me some favors here and meet you and describe to us uh, like the people who who aren't seeing this. What is the BJJ Training Journal all about. All right. So BJJ Training Journal is the premier online training journal for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. What does that mean? Um, it means that a lot of people, I mean, I think ideas are kind of cheap. Everyone has great ideas, but it's the follow through that really, really matters. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this thing. And I, I've, I've kept a training journal before and it's worked well, um, but I know there's better ways to do it. And now I think leveraging technology in um, sports, is, is pretty much the norm now. And, and now integrating mo- mobile technology and uh, the mm-hmm. internet with it, it's just, it just like really the next step. So pretty much what this does is it tracks and categorizes all the learns, the moves that you learn and train, your training consistently, consistency, win-loss. It is not a social media tool, even though you can have friends. Oh, um, I did notice the friends. Uh, then, I'm a member, by the way. I did notice the friends part. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. So, <laughs> So it's not social media and it's not instructional. It's not meant to replace your instructor or even the instructionals you buy. It's meant to make all that stuff better. So um, it's just a more of a value added thing. Let me see if I follow this right. So it's both uh, right now it's on a website, BJJTrainingJournal.com, right? Yes, correct. Okay. That's where people can sign up for it. Um, And then on February 8th. Oh, God, free? 
Yeah, this is all free. Everything's free. Are you shitting me? Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. That's awesome. I'm never like, going to oh, be a Mundial World Champion, right? I'm never going to be in a UFC. But Don't what say I, that. But what I can do <laughs> is, is I can change the way people train jiu-jitsu and help everyone who puts on the belt and steps on the There belt. we go. That would be a dope legacy for just some dude from Ohio who, like, <laughs> loves jiu-jitsu, right? And that would be pretty cool. Yeah. But, but, Amishi, the thing that I really like about this is, so it takes – what it would be that you would be like writing down in long form or even trying to go back to your computer. And uh, the problem I have is like today I went to train and I went to try and just type it up what happened. And without the portability of like my phone with me, it's really hard to like remember two hours later when you get the chance to finally do it. Yeah. So this is on your phone as well so that you can basically click the techniques themselves, right? Absolutely. So you can uh, either right now, if you can just pretty much take your app on, you point, record the move, upload it, done. Now you can still add all those annotations about what position you started from, whether it's a sweep, Sweet. a choke, all that stuff. Um, name it whatever you want and take any notes, but you don't have to. You can throw a title in there and just throw the minimum classification, and it's up forever. And the cool thing about it is you can, um, you know, classify your game from your complete game your practice game, your A game. So you compile the way you train jujitsu, mm. you know, so it's exciting. Sweet. I'm pretty okay. happy. I, like I like the organization around it. Cause I'll throw on YouTube clips pretty much, you know, just daily while I'm working. So it would be nice to have uh, a single place where I can go back and, and look at things studied from the week. So I really like having the techniques laid out in a in a singular way. That'll keep me a little bit more organized, which and I already signed up as I as I mentioned. But Raf, we have the website up. And okay. Amichi, can you walk us through it just sort of a step by step? Right on, man. Yeah. So first and foremost, when you you go to bjjtraininggeneral.com, uh you can sign up for free. Just it's the way you sign up for anything. Email name, sign up, boom, you're in. Um now, as soon as you're in, it, I had to send nudes to this weird hashtag. Was that also not normal? It's, it's I thought fine. it was a no little problem. intrusive to have to send nudes just to sign I, up, but maybe I, other people won't have that problem. I don't. If you miss a J in the title, I think that's probably the site you went to. Oh <laughs> shit! Okay, yeah, yeah Aston answered. Nope, you're right. <laughs> okay, we're good. I do like that Kevin also has a Google Doc dedicated to that as well. <laughs> it's hard to tell. He's just like, oh, God, I've, my form was great today. <laughs> <laughs> Matt time. Classify uh, that. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> first, when you open it up, what it is is there's also the blog. So there's a, a related blog to this. It gives you a news feed because when you log in, you want to see what's going on. There's a bunch of cool stuff there. But most of the time, you're going to want to go ahead and enter a technique. So okay. you just – Click on a technique button. It's and it's nice up. and clearly labeled at the top. It's the first tab, techniques. Nice and easy. Right. And in the upper right-hand corner, what we did was we put a video. Pretty much any screen you're on, there's a video there where you can click on it. It tells you how to use it. How to use the techniques feature. So, yes. like, so every great. page where – how you use technique pages, you click on this, you click on that. I mean, it's going to walk you through um, everything. I love this. I'm terrible at all of these. <laughs> well, here's, here's the other thing. There's – when I had the idea at first, I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. This is great. And then I was, I'm reading this book, it was Purple Cow, Seth mm -hmm. and he's like, just make, it, make something awesome. Being good isn't enough. You got to be awesome. So I said, you know what? Let's just make this awesome. Let's add everything. And because people are going to get this, and mm -hmm. I'm going to record all my moves and then log in and see an empty 
screen with no techniques and they're going to lose their sugar high. So one of the mm-hmm. benefits of being around so long is I have a lot of black belt friends. So I'm like, hey, dude, can you just like record a technique for me? And like, yeah. What's there? So I have, I have a bunch of my buddies on here just showing some free techniques um, that you get automatically. So it's populated. Sweet. Now, so the sorry. next option is going to be I see mat time is here, right? Yeah, mat time. Now, that calculates how much you train. Because obviously with jiu-jitsu, you can't get good unless you're training. Now, if you're training one day a week, you're not going to get enough done. If you train four days a week, you'll get better. So how do you track that? You yeah, know? let's talk about that real quick because I put in my time, and it's a brand new year. Okay, let's let's start with that. <laughs> and my training journal tells me, you need more bat time. You will make friends and have fun, but you'll have trouble improving your jiu-jitsu. And I'm like, come on, BJJ Training Journal. You don't know me. How do you know you that? I'm going through right now. Thank you. <laughs> she, she's sassy, that BJJ Training Journal. She should have heard. It is weird, but it is kind of like oddly uh, motivating because like right after I read this, I was like, this – this site is lucky I have a podcast tonight because otherwise I would be training to show it what's up. <laughs> yeah, so it's a it's a pretty cool feature. I like it. It's, you know, white, blue, purple, brown, black. Just the more you train, the higher up on the scale you go. And, you know, what gets, what gets measured gets done, right? So when you're tracking, I think you'll do better. Um, and it calculates your weekly attendance record, right, for the past 30 days, 60 days, mm-hmm. 90 days. And six months. So you can look at all those numbers and That's see how so your progress cool. is going. And I'm a huge nerd for this because I love that you can select the date range and it can take you back because I can look at charts and graphs all day. So this is awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ooh, Tap Tracker is the tap. next tab. So you, you should have seen me geeking out when I'm like, okay, this is cool. Mat time, Tap Tracker. I mean, because if you train, you get it. So you, you want to um, – there's that guy in the gym where you're like, man, you know, he's your pace car, right? You want to know how you do against him. Or the new guy visiting from another academy who just, oh, he's a purple belt from their school. I wonder how I'll do. Well, some people are really fueled by that. What this does is that you can calculate how many times they tapped, how many types, times you tapped. So Kevin tapped me nine times. I tapped it one time. My one percentage is 10%. Yeah. That's so, a little presumptuous, but go for it. I like this game. No, we're good. So, so it does it per session and over time, your cumulative um, win percentage as well. Fascinating. So then there's just your general note section where sure. if you want to take notes on stuff. And I mean, the core features really are the train, the logging your techniques, mm-hmm. um, the mat time tap tracker, your general notes. You can there's user directories where you can send techniques. So let's I train a technique. I train with Nino Shembri in Los Angeles. Let's say I train some crazy technique with Nino. I'm like, you know. Ralph, you have to see this. I can send it to you. The actual technique I just recorded, boom. And you can accept nice. the technique, receive techniques, and you can save it in your outline as well. So if you're out in the middle of nowhere and have – or you go in a seminar and learn something cool, uh, you know, it's it's more of a another thing you can do to help expand your game. See, I, I love that because I love the idea that, you know, Kevin and I live in two different states, uh, very far from each other. But we're always talking about what it is the other is working on. That's cool. I mean, you get to, and everyone does things a little bit differently, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you're saying I'm playing deep half guard game, your deep, mm-hmm. deep half guard game can be completely different. You know, it's not just the same. It's those little details. And I think, I don't know, man, the communication. A long time ago, people, you only learned a little bit of jujitsu. Like, you only taught a few things. And now the game's different. Like, everyone yeah. shares everything. 
Because for sinister reasons, you could totally use this to start. You know, like when somebody has one really good thing in the gym. It's like you could just sort of send <laughs> uh, this around. No, that's, gym that's exactly what it is. And Kevin, Kevin like, saying it here's the like Kumora it. block, FYI. <laughs> just not, I'm not saying you should look at it. I'm just saying. Here but you go. to be very fair, though, Kevin's saying it uh, as a being a dick as he normally would. But <laughs> if you think about it, though, doesn't that like change a lot of what modern competition has been? Is just that it, it, things are advancing so quickly that even if the moves are are the same, there are trends that do happen uh, for people who are involved in competition. Where the, it is good to know what's happening, what's now. Absolutely, and actually, you know, something you touched on earlier is, I think I want to make it clear that. These techniques, everyone is – your techniques are private. This is not public. People said, oh, cool, you know, can you make it so you can see everything? And I said no because people who do compete – like some people feel like Marcelo Garcia is like, you know what I'm going to do. I'm doing an arm drag. I'm going to go for my guillotines and my X-guard, but it's the matter. Can you stop it? But not a lot – not everyone says that. Some people want their game to be private. So I was about to say. No one can see this. <laughs> this, is, this is yours. You can display it on your profile if you want to. But the default is everything's hidden. So this isn't something to display your moves. It's to organize your moves and to, and to build your game. Because more than knowing a whole bunch of moves, it's what's the game that you apply. So that's, that's what this is, a repository for everything. Especially when can... we're, we're in a world of jiu-jitsu where stringing moves together has become like the, if you're not stringing between four and six steps ahead, and that's where that game plan, just seeing it in repetition would be super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. You... So we we we've got this website. So I, I kind of see it. I, I know that the the app is similar, but there are some oh, yeah. differences. Want to walk us through that right now? Yeah. Show us so the app. The cool thing about the app is um, now inside the. Ooh, look at that picture! <laughs> as he's pulling up the app in the oh, Skype God. communal chat. I have a striking Skype portrait. It's, it's the worst portrait I've ever <laughs> seen. Blue Steel. There we go. No, it, if you're it saying Blue Steel, steel. And you're trying to be nice to him, but Kevin looks like the smuggest asshole. <laughs> that's just like his lighting's terrible, but it's just enough to be like, I'm Kevin Phillips. What are you doing? I don't give a anyway. fuck about anything. Okay, the app is up. We are staring at what looks like a virtual Kevin, this iPhone. is so exciting. We're seeing something that people haven't seen yet. This is yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, the first. Um, so a lot of the features are still there, but I wanted to do like the, the minimum. But if I wanted to build everything in the app right now, one, it would get a little more confusing, and two, you guys wouldn't be able to see it for another three months, and sure. I don't want that to happen. So right now we have the main things in there. You can add your techniques. You can view the techniques that, um, uh, that you've already stored and the, the default techniques you have in there. You can send techniques to your friends. You have your map time. <laughs> It's That's also traffic. presumptive. Do not have friends here. Also, kind of presumptive. I do love that when you sign on, uh, you are added like, hey, you could add me as a friend. And I was like, let's be real, Amici. I'm like Tom on MySpace. Remember him? I, you are like Tom. That, I'm, I'm Jiu-Jitsu's Tom. And it's hard to be called a black man. It, you know, it's, <laughs> that's, uh, well, I'm, I'm mixed, black and white, for everyone out there. So <laughs> represent multiracials in the house, doing big things. But... <laughs> It's a comedy podcast. I'll, I'll put some the more you know We're on the, the back of, of that. The dun, I'll, dun, let our, dun, dun, dun. I'll let our demos know. Hey, whites and black people. <laughs> you're going to love this podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Hispanic brown people. No, you're yeah, out on this. Still left one. out. 
So, uh, yeah, we got this, and there's links to the social media sites. But the big thing on the app, like... Clean interface, by the way. It's really and, clean, easy to see, nothing... I really want it to look... Nothing to look chaotic better. about it. The, the big thing here is it does all the core features that you need for the website, and... The video you can record the video straight oh, from your phone. Holy balls! Which look is what look. everyone does at every. Yeah, look at that. He can you can just record a video and put it right into your library. So again, this wouldn't even remotely come within striking distance of replacing your instructor. This would be just to help you organize things you take down at seminars. Yes, seminars or in class, right? Because yeah. the way class works is what? You go in, you warm up, you learn two or three moves, you spar and you go home. And it's like it, – it's not like there's a curriculum where, okay, this semester we're doing arm bars and this semester we're doing, I don't know, kimuras. It's you, – whatever a jiu-jitsu instructor wants to do for the day – but today we're going to train escape from the mount position. <laughs> it's hip escape, you do this today. And then tomorrow we do different thing. Or very strong side pressure game. And that's cool. Like, I love the authentic jits, you know. At the same time, you know, your instructor, like my instructors, I've trained are such talented, talented phenoms that to them, this is nothing. But to me, I'm dumb. Like, I don't, yeah. my brain doesn't work like this. I'm not, I'm not a prodigy like there. So I got to no, you're, you're put it together. You're talking to the right people here. Yeah, I know we're your key demo. <laughs> we are, yeah. you know so but um, like even today you know you're working on a technique and if you get it and you're still wanting to remember it when you get back here this just eliminates the ability to like spend more time trying to think of it but it, it's very good for visual learners yeah and let's say you yeah. get injured right and or you have a layoff or something your work's crazy or you study abroad and you're not able to train well if you want to come back you hate that position when you're like crap i don't remember what to do from here i used to well, just pull up your yeah. game, and you're going to see, and it's not just some instructional a bunch of moves. It's stuff that you did. It's stuff that you learned. It's stuff that you liked. And um, I don't know. I just It's stuff I wish I had when I came off of break, so I was like, man, I'm just yeah. going to make it. I mean, this is like the tool that you've seen other people do on websites, but I think this is the first time you've looked at a tool like this and go, oh, shit. I, you immediately think of 12 things you can do with it. Yeah. No shit. This is cool. And it's just it, – it, I like the fact that so sometimes when you have a cool product like this and you know we're enamored by the idea, people will rush to do it and not necessarily give it the finesse. But this is a really clean product. That's BJJTrainingJournal.com. Yes, sir. Um, will it be – is the app just called BJJ Training Journal, the app? Yeah, it will be BJ, cool. BJJ Training Journal um, as well. Just the the same thing, and you'll see the clean awesome. interface, and gonna have the same uh, logo with the B. And I mean, it it'll, it'll it's gonna be free, you know. It's gonna be very similar color scheme. I mean, it's very consistent. I mean, I, I want this to be an easy user experience because I want everyone to be able to use it, you know. And I, I do have to ask, like, what was the moment when you knew you could create this, and how was it that you were so driven to create this? Uh, you know. I've had, I've had the idea for a number of years where I'm sure a bunch of people have had the number for years. But it was a matter of I was getting more into the online business space and I was thinking about all these different ideas and I just started putting it together. It's one of those things like, man, what would it look like if I made it? And I had mm. this janky Word document and I started putting it because, of course, I was at work. I'm like, man, let me – I started putting something together. And I remember I visited <laughs> my father in Vegas every Thanksgiving. And last, not this past Thanksgiving but one before that, I said, hey, Dad, check this out. This is what I'm going to build. He's like, yeah, 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 whatever. But mm. this year we visit him. My brother and I visit him in Vegas. I'm like, oh yeah, by the way, um, 
it's built, it's better than it was before. The app's on the way. There's 5,000 people liking us on Facebook, and it's going to be awesome. You know what I mean? So just, just to know that, I don't know, the more I worked on it, the more I believed in it and built speed. And, you know, I'm a one-man show, so the more I invested, the more, I don't know. It's just... Uh, well, Amici, I love, I love what your, your passion was here, and obviously no one's going to take any fault with the product once they see it. But, um, you know, challenging your, your dad right before Christmas, bold move. Know. You know, it's a coming-of-age story, really. It's timeless. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just like the idea of you being like, boom, dad, and he's just like, all right, gift cards for Christmas. <laughs> yep. That was like your, uh, your in-the-woods scene from Footloose. That was it for you. I've never Were seen like... Footloose, man. Well, you don't need to. Kevin... It's just that scene where you punch out the rage. <laughs> Kevin makes at least nine references to Footloose yeah. every year. He's used Half one dozen. so far. You know, if, if you reference Bloodsport, then... Okay. We understand. I, I can speak your language, Amici. It's, it's perfectly fine. Uh, the thing I like about this is I, I love that you, you get the ability to, to put your mat time, your tap tracker, which I probably won't need that much. But what I'm saying to you is no. what is the feedback that you've gotten from people about this, just uh, from the community? It feels, it feels really good when I start telling people about it. Uh, usually like, are you serious? Oh, this is awesome. This is just, they get so pumped up because they get it. I think mm-hmm. I mentioned to you before that, um, before we got on here, you know, people will buy an Eagles jersey, but they don't. They don't play football, but if you get this and you're training jujitsu, I mean, you train. You're not the fair weather fan of jujitsu, so people really resonate with it. They're like, "Dude, I would have got my belt like in half the time if I'd have had this this thing." Or, or like, I think everyone should get this the first day they step on the mat. Like when you hear stuff like that, like, "Oh my god, when's it available?" That just feels really good. I think that also helped motivate me because I knew it wasn't just me. They are jujitsu practitioners who are Eagles fans who wear the jerseys. Yikes! As they roll, uh, you know this is this is so fascinating, Kevin. I'm I'm going to put this out here right now. Uh, yeah. I I haven't talked with Amici about this at all. Okay. But I will use this for the next month and a half, and we will document it and we'll talk about it on the podcast. Uh, so I will, I will use this and be very, very open about what it is. My experience is with it. And we'll, we'll do a little bit of both uh, podcast and blog a little bit about it. Love it. Yeah. A little ethnography for those that are fans (laughs) of the sciences out there. This is perfect. And if anybody knows when they, uh, hear me talking about my training, it is quite hysterical in nature. So I, I think there are some fun things we can do. I love it. You know, we, the thing about it is, we'll it's, become you know, friends on it, Raph. Oh, I, Kevin, I'm not adding you. You've already got Dick. one though. That, that Amici guy. Uh, this yeah. Amici guy is way better than. The... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing about that the journal is, just, you you can use it for what you want, right? If you're more concerned about just tracking your consistency to build habits, you just use the mat time. If you're just competitive, use Tap Tracker. If you don't want to house your techniques, you don't have to. I mean, that's the cool thing about it is, I mean, hell, it's free. Just. Yep. <laughs> use it for what you want you know it's it's a it's a tool so we could have our guests send us their favorite moves raf i'm just thinking out loud oh this just is great I, at the, not only the you know what we're what we're gonna do is we will try and sneak this into conversation with every bjj themed guest that we can get so that they can there we go. tell us what their win percentage is because we have very competitive <laughs> friends yeah Hey, what's your like tap it. record looking like this week, you dickheads? <laughs> uh, 
where can people find you on the interwebs, Amici? Just to throw out the website, obviously, again, it's bjjtrainingjournal.com. But uh, yep. people can follow on Twitter as well. Yep, uh, you can find it. Just you know, search BJJ Training Journal on Twitter, uh, Facebook, cool. uh, YouTube, and Google Plus. I'm going to start populating pretty soon here, man. I'm I'm everywhere on here. I'm 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 all in on this. I really believe in it. And man, I don't know, man. Yeah, he was telling us uh, off air. He's already hitting up Live Journal, uh, MySpace next. He's going to be hitting all of the social media sites. Friendster, Bebo, He's living it. It's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> You know, no, we, uh, this is a cool Madison? product. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. That's a, you get one of those little advertising. We this was we love these things. We love it when uh, people start developing these types of cool products. We really appreciate you demoing, showing us the uh, app, and you're gonna get a a strong look. I can't wait to to dive into this more. You've you've single handedly taken away at least an hour of my workday tomorrow, so you're winning <laughs> I, on that front. I appreciate it. I mean, I, you know, I, I like being on here. I mean, clearly, I'm really passionate, excited about it, and. If you know my normal work day, I start rambling. I like this eyes glaze over. <laughs> and, you know, so the fact that people resonate. My poor girlfriend, she's a sweetheart. She'll sit here and listen, and I, I know she she cares because she cares about me, not because she cares about this. So it's nice to talk to people who who get it and are really passionate about it as well. So, um, you know, and aren't just passionate because they love me. <laughs> well, okay, we think your jujitsu knowledge is beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is that all you ever ready. wanted to hear? Just, like, you just acknowledge it's pretty. A, a love commitment, though. Like, <laughs> I'm a, uh, do one of those. It's going to take some time. It's just, you know, <laughs> we don't give it away. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Amici Akpom. Find him, bjjtrainingjournal.com. Check out the app that's coming out here in February. Um, Amici, eighth. we can't thank you enough. February 8th is the date. We cannot thank you enough for being on the podcast this evening. It's the shit. Thank you, gents, and um, yeah, I look forward to you guys' show all the time. I love it. it uh, if you live in LA, there's no reason to not listen to your podcast because no, there's nothing but traffic oh. out here. Like, why? That's true. You know what I'm Think about it. Like, you yeah. don't need to worry about like, oh crap, like this this Prius cut me off and is going two miles an hour. Who cares? You get to listen Just to turn for up the, the podcast, podcast right? right? That's perfect. <laughs> I don't know, man. So definitely, I love your guys' show, and thank you for uh, doing what you do, man. It's, it's great stuff. Appreciate it. Amici yeah. Akbon, thank you. Thanks, fellas. I guess we'll be waiting for Computer Science Magazine or like Modern Combat Science Magazine to call and try and get the notes of that last interview. I guess we'll just wait on that. So are you – I'm going to disregard that. Are you just (laughs) stoked about everything you just heard? I really am. I'm having a real jujitsu evening because Do you feel it's a game changer for you? I I really do, and I also feel like my jujitsu has gotten better just because of you had sent me the link to review. I mean, you had sort of showed me, hey, you've got to check out this BJJ training journal. I checked it out; it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And now we've got our next guest, Matt Kirtley, who's working on some super innovative jujitsu presentations that I was looking at, especially about his crucifix game. Sweet. So I'm stoked. Like I feel jujitsu supercharged. All right, let's continue it. Let's keep going.
Rock on! Verbal Tap fans, we have uh, an exciting guest in today. This piqued our jujitsu nerdiness. Well, we have on the line Matt Kirtley. How are you doing this evening, afternoon? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing really good. We appreciate you being on the line. When Raf told me uh, a little bit about our guest, and you can find a lot of your instructional videos, the Aethiopian Crucifix instructional that I saw for uh, the 3D Jiu-Jitsu is badass. My compliments. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, Raph, the... you get points for showing me that one. Raf sent me that link earlier this week. I was like, you've got to watch this again. That's cool, yeah. It's a bunch of Crucifix going to be coming out soon. I've got some sound art uh, footage I'm going to be sending out too. I even found some old footage from uh, last year. It's uh, not the best quality, but I'm putting it out for free because of that, of me teaching the Crucifix with my instructor. He's there kind of like sitting in a chair yelling at me and telling me to do it better. <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> Here's the thing. We're super excited. You've, you've talked to us a little bit about an upcoming project that you have. Um, our audience may not be aware of it, so would you mind kind of outlining what it is and why it's so awesome? Because Kevin and I are waiting with bated breath for it. <laughs> bated breath. Yes. Sure. The project is to get an instructional done for the Crucifix and Versal Plata, which is something that I've, I've wanted to do for a long time. I've had a plan for it written up and uh, ready. I don't know, like a purple belt. But I never really got to where I uh, was happy with how I was going to produce it. Mm-hmm. And then Marshall, if you don't know, he's one of the writers who's done a lot of Victory Belt books. Mm-hmm. And he recently did some of his own little books, like he did uh, Don't Wear Your Geek to the Bar, which is like a satirical, kind of humorous, weird book it's about Jewish culture. Yeah, I yeah. read it thinking it was a how-to guide, that prick. <laughs> I nearly got Joke beat up. You. Marshall. <laughs> Kevin apparently and didn't the, understand the portions where it was like, this is in jest. Maybe you won't get your eyes gouged if I you're in this position. I thought they had a real look going. I thought it was beautiful. Mm. I, I yeah, you nice show up wearing your, your wig and you had your super soaker and all that. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, uh, so that was, Marshall released that as a kind of a test to see if he could edit and put out and produce an ebook. And then what we just finished putting together is a book by Marshall called 3D Jiu-Jitsu, which, the book is not the right term. It's an online product. It's a book because Marshall likes to use the word book, since that's what he's spent most of his <laughs> career working on. But it's a digital product, so it's, uh, it works on computers and iPads and has, it has uh, videos, and the thing we're doing, uh, so you know in the Victory Belt book, you have all your photos, and, and like they got to where they started doing like a billion photos per technique from a bunch of different angles. So you're having to kind of construct the slideshow in your mind as you read through the pages and the captions. Uh, rather than doing that, since we got a computer, uh, all the techniques have animated GIFs. So we do the three different angles, like Victory Belt, or two or three angles, but then it's a loop of the GIF showing the move repeat again and again. Which yeah, uh, you see I, now. I yeah, showed that the- to, uh, when Marshall sent me a link for that, I yelled at him just for maybe a day straight that was just like, I'm so jealous. This is so amazing. Like, I don't understand why more people who are doing like instructionals and uh, like how to's aren't using more gifts. Like it's, it's slowly starting to be integrated, but this was one of the first like fully multimedia embraced uh, forms of jujitsu that I think I've seen uh, being utilized from you guys. 
Yeah, uh, you can say a couple of blogs started pulling uh, like little clips out of YouTube videos, but no one's really embraced it as a the main presentation method. And mm-hmm. this is all ignoring that there's videos too. At the end yep. of every page in this thing, after you read the introduction and the explanation and you watch the, get, the little GIFs, there's an embedded full video of it being taught. So yep. you get like the book aspect of reading about it and the introductions and linking between pages. You get to see it in motion a bunch of times without having to piece together and read, like and you read the captions and you're trying to remember like who's who and like left hand, right hand, and they're describing it all in text. And then you said, like, you can't put it together in your mind. So you can just yeah. see it. And then at the end, it's full video of it being taught. So yeah. it's everything. Uh, if you if you like to learn by listening and watching, if you like to learn by reading, if you like to learn by watching. So any combination of those is available to you. And I mean, so that's Kevin, what, will, Kevin will attest to this. I'm jujitsu dyslexic. So yeah. <laughs> when I'm like learning something, I go, wait, wh- my hand is what? And I'm doing are you one, right hand. Are you one blue? of those guys where the instructor has to go left hand, left right hand? Yeah, and then you use your left hand finally. <laughs> well, I'll, I'm just one of the... wrong, I'll just say the wrong hand, and he'll use it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> you no, you that, just say the other one. Yep, that's the yeah. Like they anticipate that you're going to do the wrong one, so they just say the wrong one in the first place. I think your other is, right shoulder, Kevin. <laughs> your other oh, right okay. shoulder is, is the right response. But uh, no, Kevin, as you were saying. I love the 3D jiu-jitsu, and Raph did Raph's credit, so he starts screaming about gifts, and I was like, what is the big deal here? But as soon as I looked at it, it did make sense, and you can chime in on this. Um, for those that we haven't mentioned, Matt's also a black belt, which is really cool, and we'll, we'll definitely get to that. But every time I've heard a really cool technique explained, it's always broken down into maybe three, pending the technique, between two and five different steps, and each black belt puts their their own touch and just good instructors, I guess is the better term. And they always teach it in sections. And that GIF really lets you see where they break it up. And that usually is sort of the difference in succeeding in the movement, which I, uh, so my compliments too, I think the GIF format is genius. And I, I agree the 3d angle is, uh, it's just a really cool product. Yeah. The book, it's the Marshall's product is the idea is he wanted to do it as a test. So, it's got a lot of content. It has uh, three main chapters of techniques, which are arm drags, arm bars, and single legs. There's also chapters about uh, the the main concept of the concept. The main concept is concepts. The 2D Jiu-Jitsu is about looking for uh, shared concepts between positions. So an understanding of an arm bar that's applied from guard and applied from mount, what does it share? Mm-hmm. And then try to bring it together so that you don't see techniques as a bunch of separate little moves where you have to remember all the steps, yep. but as shared concepts that you can apply depending on t- different situations and combine them in your own way and figure out how it works for you. So Marshall's really modest, and he'll never admit that anything he does is good, but it's good. I, I've, I helped him put together the website, so I've seen <laughs> this book a bunch of times through and watched it's some of the videos. It's good once I became involved. It was, it was much, much it better was a now. It was iffy until <laughs> no, he, uh, I really put my stamp on it. Yeah, Marshall, Marshall gets paralyzed when he has to brag about himself, so we, I decided I'd do it for him. It is very true. Marshall, Mar- I'm going to let you in on a, a key fact, and then I'm going to ask you a very important question. Marshall has tried to pull the following game with me, which is uh, a little retort game that we like to call My Jiu-Jitsu is so bad, and 
I'm like, he started doing these jokes with me and I was like, you don't get to do that. Like my (laughs) jujitsu is actually bad. So I like, I can say these jokes. You've written books and I don't, I feel at that point you've given up the ability to talk about and joke about your jujitsu is so bad. Like Jeff Foxworthy. So (laughs) my, my question to you is today is Marshall's birthday. Yes. Uh, today or yesterday, yeah. Yeah, Facebook told me something. It's in the general region. I was up till two, so today and yesterday are kind of blurred. So. <laughs> I might be talking to you from the future. I don't really know. Uh, but... I could have been 2040. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, just to let you know how committed Matt is, he gave up going to a party to talk to us, and man, if he is not regretting that this instant... <laughs> I, I feel we aren't doing our job. My question to you is this. Tell us something embarrassing about Marshall for his birthday because we need fuel. We need something that mm. we can make fun of. And I feel that you know him very well in that regard that uh, we can make fun of. Yeah, I, I slept on his couch. So uh, what would be the, a great embarrassing story to tell about Marshall? Um, oh, this is on the spot. I have to really pick here. Oh, he's got a bunch of, of he's got a bunch of stories because you know people don't realize who he is. He wrote the Cauliflower Chronicles, mm-hmm. which is about him just like dumping his life <laughs> and moving to Hawaii and training jujitsu with BJ Penn. I realized this and, yesterday when I saw Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It was essentially that movie that with jujitsu. Yeah, Forgetting Sarah Marshall with jujitsu. Uh, so if that was the case, then if Marshall is the what's his name uh, Siegel Jason Siegel. Yes. Character does that mean that Marshall exposes his penis a lot? Oof, no, like please no, please no. <laughs> I mean, we have to you... assume he does. <laughs> no, uh, he he just wears pajamas around the house all day. Uh, I know the, the this isn't too embarrassing, but I know it's funny to me is Marshall does a lot of work online where he works remotely and he has to do Skype meetings and everything. So there's always times where he has like a business shirt on and he's like <laughs> giving a serious presentation and you don't know he's wearing like. Uh, Hollister pajama pants. <laughs> so then it ends. He just stands up and walks around in his pajamas and barefoot. And he's having to be like, yes. Uh, so let me talk about your your social media enterprises because he does a lot of work like that. And yeah. then he's just like naked on the bottom half. <laughs> I like that he's the newscaster who doesn't wear pants. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you only see that. You're just a floating torso. <laughs> You hope someone doesn't like start a fire you have to put out so you have to run around on camera. <laughs> That's almost always my hope. So, Matt, I have to get back to some jujitsu questions for the route. You got to tell me, you're fairly young for, I mean, to be a black belt. Can you talk us through your jujitsu story? How do you get started in jujitsu and when do you sort of just catch the fire that it becomes something you're consumed with? Sure. Yeah, I uh, started when I was 18, about to turn 19, I think. It was like May 2004. If I, I look back at emails and stuff to figure out when I was trying to find classes, and I think that's when mm-hmm. I started sending emails. Yeah, that's uh, funny. So I, I, yeah. Uh, what happened was, I so I work in computers and IT and all that, so I was just sitting around all day, and uh, I didn't do anything physical. Like the last sport I played was like dodgeball in high school because they make you play dodgeball. I didn't want to mm-hmm. do anything. 
so completely unathletic. And my dad was just like, you got to do something. You're turning to just like a skeleton in a chair that, you know, plays Counter-Strike all day. And so I started looking, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then around that time, Spike TV, which I think it was called Spike TV, yeah, it was like the man show, like they, when they just switched over. It was like from TNN it. to Spike, yeah. Yeah, was it called Spike right away? Um, well, was, you know, uh, for the sake no, of the podcast, really we'll rewrite history and say, sure. It'll, it'll yeah. date what time this happened. Uh, they started playing like the UFC hits, and you could see like Sandy Schultz punch people in the head and Mark Kerr and all those guys. And so I took an interest in watching that. Oh, the reason I took an interest was because I was doing a D&D campaign and there was like the, one of the additional manuals has like a grappler cl- a class. And I was like, what's a grappler? <laughs> and per D&D, it's a dwarf covered in spikes. Wait, just D&D. Can you, <laughs> so we're all. Dungeons and yep. Dragons. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yep. Okay. There okay. you go. He's got a black belt, folks, yep. so I can't mock that. We I cannot just want make yeah. any of the virgin or the man. <laughs> You're such a nerd jokes because you can break our arm. Yes. Hey, my just... instructor plays WoW all the time, so uh... <laughs> I, I know there's, I know of like a whole guild of like you two black belts who play WoW together. Oh, uh, it hurts so bad that I can't do anything. I know it's funny because people. I'll get back to my story, but I know my instructor Eduardo. He so he's a black belt, fourth degree. Uh, he speaks Portuguese, English, Spanish, French to a degree. Like he can get by in those. And, but his, so his English is a little bit rough. It's it's really good, but it's a little bit rough. So he'll be typing on chat or whatever, and somebody will be like, <laughs> "Speak their English, fag, or whatever," and he'll just be like, "What? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I couldn't have better English for our raid." Okay. We'll have to go back to, <laughs> we'll to, go back to doing jiu-jitsu and speaking four languages. Good. Uh, yeah, back to my story. Uh, so I, I was like, you know, what's a grappler? And my dad had to watch the Smashing Machine. He's like, that's a grappler right there. I mean, if you want to get a dwarf card in Spike, Smart Kerr is pretty close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then I started watching, I started just looking up MMA online, and like back then you had to like build a share dog and download like real media files yep. uh, to watch <laughs> like, you know, little Ken Shamrock highlights set to like Aerosmith. Like a four minute video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you sit there and download that and be like, yeah, this is, this is the shit. <laughs> and uh, so I started just watching those and I started buying up DVDs because uh, you had to like, go to somewhere like Suncoast Movie Co. or whatever and like buy physical DVDs or like Pride uh, and UFC. And yeah, so we got eventually, a few of those DVDs at the Jiu-Jitsu Expo. Well, we had one person just go into a bargain bin and just hand us DVDs and go, yeah, you want these? We're like, yay, of course, we'll take anything, whatever. <laughs> They're literally worth nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I started watching a bunch of MMA and then eventually I was like, I should – why don't I do this? If my dad's telling me to get in shape, why don't I do this? And I started Googling and uh, trying to find, like, I had no idea these people did. I was, so, I was like, I don't know, karate or whatever. You Kung Fu. That's martial art, right? Yeah. Uh, and people start saying, oh, you got to do Gracie Jiu-Jitsu. You got to find a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu school. So I just Google it. Uh, a shared on thread was talking about a place in my area. I messaged the guy. He told me to go train there. Uh, it took me like three tries to find the gym I ended up training at because it was so hard to find. It's like back in this warehouse. And, uh, and then, yeah, I showed up on a Monday, 
Uh, my sister uh, trained too. She started with me and one of my friends did. And we all did our class on Monday. And then we were so beat and tired and sore, we couldn't train for like a, another week. And then I came back a week later once I could lift my arms. Uh, like literally, because Eduardo, my instructor, made us do like 150 push-ups on that first day, which isn't a lie if you're a normal athlete, but I was just like a little computer nerd. And I later found out he, he only did 150 push-ups on days when new people came. And I don't think he does it on purpose. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's subconscious. He's like, I'm just going to make these new guys really tired. <laughs> And uh, show him how, how tough this is. Because then I, I called him out on it later. He's like, ah, I don't know. I didn't realize I did <laughs> <laughs> uh, And then uh, I just started training. The the why I kept going isn't totally clear to anyone, including me. Uh, but I just really, really liked it. And I mean, I was so nervous for the first six months or so. Like every class, before every class. I'd get like butterflies in my stomach and I'd be all a cold sweat. I didn't know what I was nervous about. Just like you're going in this room full of people who you know are planning to like choke you and arm lock you and smash you and you don't know anyone and you feel stupid because you don't know anything and your instructor's yelling at you to do stuff you don't know yet. And so uh, it took me months to get over that kind of feeling. But uh, thankfully, I had a good instructor and Aside from all the push-ups he made me do, he would all—he's also very encouraging of always checking out how he's doing and telling me lots of funny stories about when he lived in Brazil and mm-hmm. making it so that there were other reasons than just getting smashed that I would show up. That's so great. Now you—you know—it's—it's it's a true testament to, I think, a lot of people who may be at different levels, uh, even at the beginning or in the middle that really, you know, there is a nice consistency that you showed up and that you exhibited a lot of the same feelings that people have when they do start. Um, can you maybe share, since you are a black belt and this would be helpful to other people, uh, maybe the moment when you think it really clicked, when you you may not know why you keep going, but what was the moment that you were like, yeah, I'm going to keep doing this? Uh, it really, I really owe it to my instructor, Wardo, just for having a personality that really makes you want to do, uh, to do jujitsu, to do well, to be passionate about things. Uh, Cause I can't think of even one exact moment if I don't just pick the first class mm-hmm. because it was a blur because I was so out of shape and I'd never done anything like it. And I was just getting beat up. But um, Eduardo has a personality that really like, if you like him, you really like him and mm-hmm. you'll keep coming back just for that. Like for my sister, she was, even less athletic than me. And she, she trained up to getting her blue belt, but she didn't stick with it as long. But like she'll say, like, it was so challenging for her having no background in any sports, mm. but the Eduardo has a personality that really makes you want to come to class and learn from him. And so I owe a lot of that to my instructor. And plus he's just a really good, really good instructor, you know, fourth degree. Now he's been with Gracie Baja for, over 25 years, he recently got his uh, recognition from them. They did a ceremony for all the guys who had been loyal for that long. Oh wow! So he's up, he's up there with guys like Giacchino and oh, yeah. uh, Enzo, and uh, those are the other people getting this uh, recognition uh, this last year that he also got. You just don't hear about him as much because he, you know, he just lives in Clearwater, Florida. Who knows about that place? Um, <laughs> but you know, he's produced good guys like. Uh, it's my AJ, and I always pronounce his name wrong because I've known him forever, but I've never knew his last name. Agravam, Argazam, Agravam. You know, AJ. <laughs> yeah. He uh, He's one of the Eduardo's black belts, 
and uh, I've trained with him since uh, his first class. And I was a blue belt, and he was a wrestler who stole right in my eye socket on his first day. <laughs> yeah, I got to watch him fight up close at uh, No Gi Pans. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, he's uh, he's very entertaining to watch. Uh, less entertaining to get smashed by, but um, <laughs> as a for, wrestler. for you for the person being smashed, he must have been annoying from the get go. Uh, uh, he's a, he's a good guy now, but yeah, he was rough to train with at first. He just comes from a real tough wrestling background. Yeah, and uh, I have him about it because now he's so friendly and uh, he's he's gone through a lot of like instructor training. He's teaching at the main Gracie Baja and he runs kids classes and all this stuff. So it's really he's really. Uh, different now than when he started because when he started he would just like yeah like my introduction to AJ was just being like oh there's so many wrestling in the class and then hmm. he had his knee in my eye socket and was like grabbing the back of my head and just trying to like crush oh. my brain oh no <laughs> so he doesn't do that as much anymore and, he, and he's really got some great jiu-jitsu now but there were there were some rough years of him just smashing me but aren't those always the best friends that you make <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, there was this whole tournament, an in-house tournament where we were both blue belts and we were the final match for the for the blue belt division. And I won just like by the skin of my teeth. Like I, I took his back from under north south in like the last two seconds. Mm. I, I I got the four points and like barely won. Like he was crushing me the whole time. And uh, I thought he was gonna like go throw himself in front of the train afterwards. And I, because we literally had a train track behind our gym because it was like, it, it was in an industrial complex. Uh, so I wouldn't talk to him and I was like, hey man, don't worry about it. It's just competition, which is not his mindset, but that's mine. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I was like, hey, here's how you stop that from happening. You know, don't worry about it. We're all just learning. And then we were the final match of the absolute against each other. And then uh, he got me in the same position and I tried to do my escape again. But I'd already shown him the counter. Plus, he was smart enough this time that I did not win that one. Oh, so well. Okay, that was, that was years ago. Now he just he just crushes me now because he's just training full time. Well, Matt, you have taught me a valuable lesson, which is maybe wait until after the competition's over to hand out the advice. <laughs> I, I, I hadn't foreseen that we were going to be also the absolute final match. But you know, <laughs> I, plus I, I was worried he was going to go throw himself in front of the train. But then you wouldn't have had a face of it absolute. Do you see how all this works? Yeah. I you, you should be my strategist. I like these insider stories look, though. This is look, cool stuff. Matt, I'm never going to win anything off of jiu-jitsu, but I will out-strategize someone into making themselves incapable of winning so I win by default. That's kind of like my my main strength. There's a so here I'm going to say another thing you can't make fun of me for from a black belt. Magic oh. the Gathering tournaments. Oh. Magic the Gathering tournaments. There'll be a situation oh, where somebody on. knows they can't they can't win. They cannot win. But mm-hmm. they watch really closely for every possible infraction they can get a judge to call and win by way of disqualification. Yeah, I've seen it happen. It's kind of amazing. So that that's kind of the strategy you're describing to me. Like you know uh. you can't win, but you know the rules well enough to force them to lose. Let me let me explain what's happening right now, Matt. Right now, not only can I not make fun of you, but I feel you have depowered me by comparing me to Magic the Gathering. So mm-hmm. there's a lot happening in my brain right now. None of it do being you, possible. Do you know who else? Did you get to an MMA plays Magic? Oh, uh, no. 
Josh Barnett does. <laughs> the Warmaster? The Warmaster? Yeah, but I could see yeah, well, that. That's fine. Think about it. He's always training with all those Japanese fighters, with all the Japanese girls, and he brings a team of them to... <laughs> you know, he just watches anime all day, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, someone told me Ryan Hall plays, so I've been trying to set up a magic super fight with him. Not oh, really. <laughs> magic super fight is... Yeah, please call it that. About. We're so used to super fights with a jiu-jitsu background in it. <laughs> they love... <laughs> the no, there's no jiu-jitsu. Like, maybe, you know, there's chess boxing. Yeah. Magic Jiu Jitsu. There you uh, go. See? I watch that. I know. I know. But here's no one in America would watch that for so many reasons. I'm just. I don't know. You, like, here's people make fun of Magic. You know what you get if you win, like, a Grand Prix in Magic? I do you know that. $40,000. Yeah. My actual, like, what? my Jiu Jitsu instructor, uh, I think he's like a secret gamer nerd kind of all that as well like and it makes sense and he put a link for them doing like their award show or their like main competition and the production value is super high and they make more money than people doing jujitsu oh people doing jujitsu wished that they got the support that magic players yeah. get to compete like how people like <laughs> we're all excited because we have this new pro league starting where the IBJJF actually pays people whatever when they win yeah in Magic, you can you can earn ranking so that they start paying for your airfare, giving you hotels, giving you appearance fees, making sure they have access to all the cards that you need to play. So, like, if you're in the Hall of Fame, you're basically paid to fly around the world and play Magic. Why do you get money for appearance fees for Magic? This is too much. Because they sell millions of dollars in cards. That's the difference. Uh, They're not selling. Jiu-Jitsu doesn't really make a lot of money. So it's like, you know, Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro is actually making cash selling all these products that are, you know, in stores everywhere. So that's the difference. I do think, uh, people are gonna People ask me what I talk about people with on these podcasts with, and it's like, Oh, you know, normally about their jujitsu beginnings. It's the first time it's involved so much magic, the gathering. And I think Matt, you get some sort of verbal tap award for that. You do. Well, I'm glad you guys just saw, saw the magic cards I made, right? Yes. Did you get some magic cards? They're like the yes. most popular thing I've ever done. <laughs> but let's discuss this. Like the funny part is we will give you shit about that. Uh, but trading cards, those trading cards that you've made for like that are jujitsu uh, players uh, who are really, really good, like high level jujitsu uh, practitioners. You've made like trading cards that explain their powers and and do it in the magic sense that even though I don't play it, like I find that hysterical. Like I think that's the <laughs> best thing that I've seen. And uh, I like that one day you put up a status update somewhere. And this is before we really knew each other. That was just like, oh, people just know me from, I guess, this little magic card thing I do. And I'm like, that's hysterical. Come on. <laughs> you do great work. For the jiu-jitsu community and now that i know that they make so much money maybe you're doing a better job spreading the word of jiu-jitsu than anybody else yeah i uh i've actually got more people to come to a jiu-jitsu class from playing magic with them than i have from anything else like you're sitting there playing magic for like hours at a tournament and somebody's like what do you do how do you get to oh really those guys show up I, they of course class. they do and you know what the worst I mean, part is? A lot is? of them are just like big neck booted fedora trolls. They don't <laughs> always come to class, but uh, a lot of the guys do. I like the because the thing is they'll study the art. 
they're the people mm-hmm. who will put in that time. Like you just have to get them to show up. But once they're in, I feel that they are those committed folks who who really like uh, show up, make the time because they don't do anything else. Jokes, boom, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, there was a so there was a white belt in my gym once who overheard me talking about magic, and I was just playing like I had just started playing, so it was really casual. Like, oh, look at these cards, I got dragons, and he was like, oh, you guys play, that's cool. And I didn't realize, as I got to know him better, he's in with, like, the, the Hall of Fame Magic players and the pro-level <laughs> players who, like, come and stay at his house when they're in town. And he was saying how one of the, the French Hall of Fame Magic players had been coming to Tampa for a, a big event that they do every year for Magic. But he'd gotten a really weird hotel location, and he asked him why. And the guy said he wanted to train with Hobson Mora. And he found out the guy was like a white belt, but he was trying to make sure that when he did his magic world tour, he was getting to train with black belts as he went around. Hmm. Uh, so anyway, where were you going with all this? I can talk about magic forever, but uh, oh, now I sorry, I, I got distracted to... by a game idea. Uh, so what? <laughs> I'm just talking about Matt currently as we uh, venture there, off. There is a, there is like an MMA game on. Uh, Indiegogo that did not get funded because it did not look very good. So yeah, like I wish there was a good jujitsu game. That I would played be some kind good of like fighting board games, but they're none of them are exactly jujitsu. They're more like Street Fighter. Do you yeah. think the problem would be that people would either play a video game and just settle it there, or that if people did have a board game and there's like a moment that's like they pull a card that's like uh, demonstrate Kimura on third practitioner to your right. <laughs> that it might get a little, you know, yikes. <laughs> yeah, you see, like, get both get fifty fifty, and the first one to tap to get like They could call it. Are you kind of like those Eskimo uh, like wrestling competitions, or you know, you ever heard about how they'll do all these like tests of endurance things, or like you know, they sit in front of each other and they wrap a. Uh, like a seal sinew around their ears and they both have to lean backwards until one of them quits or one of their, ear rips, one of their ears rips off. You do something like that with seal hooks. Uh, this is, we're not going to have any insurance problems during the uh, licensing of this game. People are going to be down to see it. Matt, where can people see a line share of like, uh, where can they see the things you're doing and producing? If they go to my website, ethiopian.com, that will have everything. Uh, Artichokemedia.com has what I'm doing with them, and there'll be a lot of crossover. So, I mean, I guess I never even got talking about why we're doing this uh, 3D Jiu-Jitsu and our Indiegogo and our crowdfunding. Oh, gosh, the, yeah. You know, we, gotta... I, we got so excited. I should probably explain <laughs> that. Please do, the yes. Reason, the reason Marshall came out with the 3D Jiu-Jitsu is he wants to test this model of an instructional and get some feedback and do some technical uh, tests with it. But the goal is for me to be the first full instructional. So I've got this reversal plata crucifix uh, instructional that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And in fact, I even flew up to Pittsburgh and started filming with Marshall, but we were like really trying to shoestring this together. Like he borrowed cameras and equipment and we were filming in the basement. And we've been filming for like 11 hours. And then our camera failed, uh, our data was lost. And uh, it was like a total flop. That's so rough. with that sucks. Uh, 
our Indiegogo, we're trying to get the funding so we can get a good camera, yeah, good lighting, not do it. Like, there's so many instructionals that are obviously just somebody went to, like, Best Buy and bought, like, a $200 camera. Yeah. And then, like, had their girlfriend hold it. <laughs> uh, so we're trying to do a bit better than that. Uh, so the funding will help us get uh, this done right. Plus, there's a bunch of cool perks. So obviously the main perks to bring you uh, back the project will be that you get the product when it's done. There's another perk where you get the product and you get all the footage of the seminar that I did, which is how what I did when I first came up to shoot it the first time. And then uh, I just was editing them uh, earlier today. Some of the other uh, perks you get are like uh, Membership to the Graffers Guide, which is uh, Jason Scully's website, which I don't think even has open registration right now. So it might be one of the only ways to get in. So you'll get the, uh, my instructional plus Jason Scully's uh, or year of the Membership to Graffers Guide. And uh, you can get Kara Gracie's autograph because, Ooh, now we're talking. because I funded the Red Belt documentary and one of the perks was you got a headshot Kira Gracie with her autograph. So oh. I'm going to give up <laughs> my individual copy of Kira Gracie's headshot <laughs> for somebody who will want to back my project. Uh, I might give them a headshot of myself, too, if they really want it, but I'm not making any promises. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people a... might call that selfless. I know I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's an artist. Mm. Yeah, the uh, other thing I'm doing is uh, I got in front of me right now all my boxes of DVDs and instructionals and books and everything. I'm thinking of offering up my entire collection as one of the perks. Like, wow. you just get, like, I have, like, a, the old Gracie, I have Gracie in Action and whatever those old, the Gracie Way, that's what it's called, the Gracie Way and all these Stephen Casting things and all these DVDs and the Twister and everything. And I've got boxes of these, and that's one of the perks I'm putting up. You can have all of my instructionals I've ever bought if you'll help me make my instructionals. <laughs> and all of these instructionals made a black belt. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Probably a little for just, just more credit than really... these instructionals, but uh, yeah, I have a, I got a bunch of good stuff here. I'm looking at Dave Camarillo choking oh, up man, I'm trying to, right I'm now. Trying to help you here. You got to work with me. I know. I'm just. I know. I got some other stuff I'm going to dig through right now. What's going to be? I'll I'll name the worst thing in here. How about that? Okay. You'll please do. Actually, we're excited. The worst for this. thing. Uh, the worst thing is the smell of some of the cases, like these really cheap DVD cases. They, yeah. Oh man! They still like years later. They smell like this weird petroleum. Like if you open this case, it's going to stink yeah. up your office for like a day. <laughs> like some of these, like, like it was probably made with some like biohazard chemical in Brazil. Like I'm holding this gymnastics natural thing, and you open that case, and it smells like I don't know, like an oil refinery, like rotted acai. Yeah, it's not good. But hey, mm. you can have it. Well, that's as good a pitch as any, I think. I was uh, going to say. I, I, say I think so. Really, we, I, I, you want to... Oh, yeah. Uh, what was the other thing? Uh, I got some... Here's an actual good one. Seven Casting in a shipping error sent me three copies of uh, How to Defeat Bigger, Stronger Opponent with Ben and Mullen. And I told him, like, hey, Stefan, I've got three packages. And he's like, keep them. Give oh, them. He's like, keep God. them. You can give them away if you want. And then so I'm giving them away. You can go and buy... Uh, unopened copies of that instructional for less than second charges since he was He's generous so enough to let me keep his shipping error. 
that's oh, oh god yeah now like we have to talk with him on the podcast just so we can thank him for doing that I was that's gonna too say, nice we that's, need to get like good. video we need pictures of this archive this yeah. is fantastic <laughs> oh, i'm planning for the when i do the the indiegogo i'm planning on like sitting down with all the piles of the instructionals and everything and going through and like selling my perk a little better than i did here and uh if you if you've seen the uh, little video that Marshall and I shot, like the infomercial for our fundraiser, it has us like holding piles of DVDs and like failing to use them like an <laughs> infomercial. Like, oh, how do I hold all these DVDs? Oh, god damn it! These those are the DVDs mm. that you're going to be getting. So you're going to these have been smashed into Marshall's face as hey. part of the. So there's you mean the famous value. DVDs that I've seen on the interwebs? What? Yeah, I dropped them on Marshall's head at one point. <laughs> I love it. These DVDs come well, with a backstory. That's perfect. I think Kevin and I are going to actually uh, make a list of things that you aren't thinking of that you can auction off. So we're going to try oh, and help out with the, the creative side uh, because it sounds like we were just short of hearing you say you were going to start donating your porn collection to this. Uh, but then we found <laughs> out that I can't get more my hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. But uh, for the project, we, you know, on all seriousness, Kevin and I very much believe in this project and uh, we really want to educate as many people as we can just because from what we've seen, what you guys have shown us, it looks so amazing that it it's insane that this is a resource that isn't more widely used, but that you guys are doing such a good job doing it. And we, we are so excited to see people get to use this information. Great. I'm really excited to get more feedback from people like you because uh, it's kind of a bold thing. No one's really done something like this yet. So I've taken over doing some of the web development. Marshall's got the idea and he uh, does a lot of the writing. So if people like it, we'll keep going. There's got more black belts lined up uh, after me if this goes well. So hopefully people like it and then we'll keep going. That's so awesome. That is awesome. All right. Well, Matt, we will let you get to any theme parties that might still be going on in the area, and we appreciate your time. It's always fun to talk to someone um, that's just been hanging out in the jiu-jitsu world for a while. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Let's what an episode a jujitsu craziness. Yes. Wrath. Dare I say the world is better at jujitsu because of this podcast? Today? I hold on. Give me a second. Okay. Normally you don't take a second while we're on air, but I No, love I mean it. take a it breath. Will, it's it's kind of important here. I'm Okay. You doing a <laughs> okay. little a little research uh, on that end? Well, I, I am looking at the internet right now, and, okay. you know, we, we have our internet going so we can see live breaking news in case there's something to break while the show's being recorded, right? Yeah, obviously, yeah. So what if I were to tell you that uh, our, our last guest, who was, who was great, Matt Kirtley, was also just on Paul Moran, my BJJ podcast nemesis, Open, Open Matt, Matt Radio. Fuck you, no this way. This same week. The nerve. He literally just cheated on us with a lesser podcast right now. The same 
week. Are you fucking kidding me? The same week. This is like having our leg urinated on by a dog half our size. I'm so like I'm, I'm so fucking mad right now. <laughs> did I'm you just so, break something? I I did. I had a CD in my hand. Uh, <laughs> this is, it's kind of all over my my hand at this point. <laughs> Are you uh, bleeding? Are you okay? Well, okay, that's that's to be discerned. I I think I'm okay. <laughs> But I will tell you this. That was loud. <laughs> I didn't expect it to be that loud. It's just inner rage that's happening right now. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you this. Uh, I no longer have Journey's greatest hits. So. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, I mean, you do. You just don't have it on CD. You might have to repurchase it. I, I will tell you this, Kevin. Uh, I guess in this moment, I did stop believing <laughs> oh well you know, here's the thing it, let me let me be very clear about this my anger is not at matt curtley okay i get it okay okay i get it he used us okay okay my my anger is with paul because Yo, that's where it should be what the shit is this? You know, back in the day on talk shows, they used to have a thing where if you went on Leno, you couldn't go on Letterman. You had to, like, pick one or the other. You couldn't do both. You had to have, like, a non-disclose that you wouldn't be on another talk show for a week. First of all, I think you're onto something because this is exactly like that. Yeah. This is this exactly, is exactly the same. Oh, and frankly – Burns because he's so nice and he it, oh yeah oh and Paul's so evil he's just like this he's little, little guy right like, he is he's like I'm this sure little guy of like glasses right and like just just, just <laughs> <laughs> you do a great growl when you just um, oh you know hey just try and have a little faithfully as we carry on into the shout outs you know what okay i'm gonna say this we're gonna get to shout outs i'm gonna say this one last thing uh i will listen to whatever bullshit podcast he put out at openatradio.com and then i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna let you know who had the better podcast and you know what kevin i'm gonna do it objectively good because i care a lot and i think everyone cares a lot and people want to hear about your very objective review of uh, your nemesis's interview with Matt. I think that'll be really good. What a fucking kick in the dick this is. <laughs> oh, Rafa Sparza. I'm going to let him collect as I throw out some thank yous. First, Shivali Gowder. Seriously, thank you for your internet mobile spot. They finally hooked up my television and internet. And guess what? Mm. The internet doesn't work. So thanks. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> Nicely done, Cox. There's your free <laughs> plug on this show, you dickbags. Oh, man. Um, we also had a loss in the family this week. Mm. My Uncle Rafe. The man was at Pearl Harbor, Raph. He was 21. He was at Pearl Harbor. Fought in some World War II. Lived a long, happy life. Was drinking and rocking until the end. Mm. So he will be missed. That happened this week. Um, otherwise it's been great. I actually, you know, I was having that, that happened this weekend. I was having a terrible week and Monday I got to go train and I was just washed in the spirit of jujitsu. I immediately felt better, turned my entire week around. So it was another one of those good weeks. So thanks to the guys out there, BJJ MMA Academy. We had a ton of new people in the other night. It was great. We had like uh, 19 people or 15 people, something like that. 
on Monday night, so it was awesome. Dude, that's uh, amazing. Yeah. BJJ Finder, the world's premier jiu-jitsu school locator. Use it in a town near you while you're traveling, and no concept jiu-jitsu out there in Maryland. That'll do it for me, Rafael. Are you calm down? Mm-mm. Crushing CDs still? How you doing? Mm-mm. Okay. Are you okay? Hold on, I gotta get through this. Okay. You know what the worst part is? I <laughs> he's see, still on it. He's yeah, still on it. I see Paul right now on my Facebook, and I have <sighs> half a mind to get. Hold on. Let me see this. Oh no, he's messaging me now. Oh, okay, good. Okay. I like the play by play oh, here. Oh, what a dick! What did he say? Have a nice show. I hope. That you had a great interview with Matt Kirtley. What the fuck is that shit? Oh, you know what he's clearly saying? He's saying, oh. I hope you had an interview that wasn't as good as the interview mm. I had with Matt Kirtley. That's what that message hold means. On, hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respond back to him real quick. If I'm reading between the lines, fuck you. and I am, because that's obviously not what, what it's... Okay, okay, here's what I just responded back to him, okay? Yeah. I just said, hey, Paul, of course, thanks, Hope you have a great interview with him too. Period. Smiley face. Which, as we all know, means fuck you. Well, no, it sounds like you sent just a really. I mean, I know you said it creepily, but it sounds like you just sent a really respectful message back. Oh, did I just do that? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to want to work on your. Yeah, your professionalism exudes. Uh, uh, Even amongst okay. your darkest hours, you. you're bound Let's by just a code. do shout outs at this point. Okay. Uh, unlike Kevin, I went to go train this week. I had a terrible week at jujitsu. Actually, it was fine. It just always <laughs> feels terrible. So it's like, I think if it's like, if it feels super terrible, then it's really bad. But if it's just kind of like, this was a pretty bad day at jujitsu, that's normal. Uh, my thanks to everybody who trained out there. Uh, Paul, uh, not Paul Moran of Open Mat Radio, but Paul, my training partner today. Sorry, my finger just weirdly started bleeding. I feel bad. I hope his gi's okay. It's really sad. He's new to our class, and I feel like <laughs> the first month in, I'm like, oh, shit. What? I hope I didn't get blood on your gi. Sorry about the blood. Yep. Uh, I, uh, like Kevin, also had a loss this week. Uh, he was a old speech professor who was so awesome. This dude could pull it out of you. And one of the reasons why I liked him at this school is – uh, when I was just taking speech and debate classes, he was one of those first people who was like, you can debate people. You know that, right? And I was like, I can? For fun? Well, for real? Why? And he's just like, you You seem to do well in this class. You should try this. And lo and behold, the that's kind of where the speech and debate thing really started. So uh, to Mr. Phil Maynard, thank you for all of your help. Uh, and being instrumental as one of those people who really, really helped to make me good at speech. So the best to you and your family, uh, just ridiculous stuff like that. So, of course, to our friends, Valley Martial Arts Center. The Mac. Phil Maynard and his family. And uh, to all of you listening, please, you know, we, we try and do these nice BJJ things. I, I know it's not all of your your jams, if you would. But sure. We're passionate about it. We're going to be back. We're going to have some really fun things to talk about. Lone about Survivor that. movie reviews. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> uh, so come back <laughs> on our next episode. But uh, we, we can't encourage you guys enough. We wouldn't have put these two people on in particular, uh, Matt Kirtley and 
uh, Amici because they have products that we believe in and we don't just bring on bullshit people. If, if we say that these guys are really doing good stuff, we really, really do mean it, uh, despite how much we give them shit about it. So please go support their stuff, uh, with AC Opian on their Indiegogo and Artichoke Media. And then you can also check out BJJTrainingJournal.com. Both great products. That's going to do it for us tonight here on hey, Verbal hey, Tap. Kev. Kev, yeah. you want to know one more thing? Yeah. You uh, you know what the uh, word separate ways mean to me? No. Nothing anymore because I broke my journey CD. Oh, <laughs> nicely done. That'll do it for us here at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night and screw you, Paul Mora. <laughs>